What's up, yo? This is 50 Cent. What's up, y'all? I'm Beyonce. What's going on? It's your boy Drizzy Drake, and you are now rocking with my homie, my homie. Hey, it's Miss J here to remind you the new season of Miss J in the Morning Live airs this fall. Check out this next episode rated as a top fan favorite. Feel free to download to create your own playlist filled with the best moments on Pumps Radio. It's with Jay in the morning. Blog Talk Radio.
huge family. I mean, I tell you, I think my family is too big. I think most of our challenges come because there's too many of us. <laughs> We're all crazy. We are all, if you think I'm bad, honey, you ain't met half of them. Uh, I want to go ahead on behalf of my family and apologize to all the in-laws that come in. You know, y'all wasn't ready. You weren't ready and it's okay. <laughs> hey, y'all got crazy people in y'all family too. We ain't the only one, but as a people, as black people, we need to come together. And this is not going to be a show just talking about the need for unity and the community and all those things that seem cliche and have been talked about today is truly just a celebration. Get on the line. Tell everybody that you know that's up right now. Get up. Wake up. If you are family, we are having our family reunion today. We are starting the day off right. The OJs family reunion, letting you know where it's at with the mama and daddy, then the daughter and the son. And then I couldn't play the extended version. You know, these old school songs lasted about 5, 7, 10, 15, 20 minutes. We're going to be out here all day on Throwback Thursday. It's Miss J in the morning. We're going to get right back to some music. So make sure, go ahead and get your cup. Because after this one, it's the first sip. We're going to have some dance music. I had to ease it on in there. You know, you just just getting the sleep out your eye. You might just be getting the, you know, the stink off your breath. But it's family time right here on Miss J in the morning. I ain't doing nothing but talking square biz to you. Here's Tina Marie. Yay!
was tuning in. It's Miss J in the morning, and it is Family Reunion Throwback Thursday, playing all the best of Black Cookout jams. I know, I know we've been stressed out. We've been talking about coronavirus, COVID-19. We've been busy hating Trump. We've been out there at rallies. We've been uh, passing memes. We've been arguing over the, on the internet. We've been angry. We've been tired. We've been sick. We've been sick and tired of being sick and tired. And whew, today, we are celebrating every single thing that we have. And the most important thing we have right now is family. Now, let me make it clear. Let me make it clear because I know some people, y'all rolling your eyes because you're thinking about that cousin that get on your nerves. Trust me, I got a dozen of them. You talk, you're thinking about that auntie that never liked you. You ain't never liked her. Come on, I had a few of them. You're thinking about maybe your siblings. Even your mama and your daddy get on your nerves sometimes. I'm not talking about that. Those are your relatives. There is a difference. You got a lot of relatives. But there's something different about family, the family that sticks together, come on, thrives together. Maybe y'all from church, maybe the family that prays together, I don't know, either way you want to do it. Family are the ones who are consistent in showing and proving and showing up in love. Family is the one that you might have a disagreement, but they won't go below the belt. They won't be grimy and dirty and messy with it. Family is the one that's going to defend you when you're not around. Family is the one that's going to show up when you're down. Family is the one that's not going to hang it over your head. You know, remember that time you didn't have no gas money and I, I cashed out you $25 and now I'm asking you for 150 and you act like you don't even have it. No, no, no. You got a lot of relatives that can do that. I'm talking about family, the ones that's there on the front lines with you, the ones that'll, that'll hold you down, the ones that'll hold you up, the ones that'll encourage you, the ones who pay attention and listen when you're even silent. The family that knows something a little bit off. You okay? Okay, I was thinking about you. I ain't heard from you in a little bit. Just checking in. I ain't got to hear from you every day, but I just want to make sure you're okay. Family is the one. I might not buy anything from you from your business, but I definitely share it. I might not buy anything. I might just share it. I might just give you a donation. Here, I, I know you're selling T-shirts. You, you're starting a new venture. You're doing candles. You're doing something else. You, you know, you, you're selling insurance. I don't need all that, but you know what? Here's $20. Family might not have money, might not be able to do it, but say, you know what? I see you working hard. Bring that baby over here. Come on, let our kids play together. I don't have a lot, but I remember my family. Shout out to all my family. I'm going to give all of them a shout out this morning during the show, but I love when none of us had money, especially as single moms, but we had our EBT card. (laughs) Come on, don't act like I'm the only one. We came together. What you bringing? What are you bringing? Okay, you bring the drinks, you got the meat, I'll cook it at my house, you do the sides, and next thing you know, we have a full feast. The babies are playing in the back room or playing in the front yard. (laughs) Shout out to my cousin Danica, my Keisha Lori, Mike D. Mike D is the DJ of my family. <laughs> Everybody there, but I remember in the summertime last year, I invited my cousin over. She brought her nephews, and it was so hot. It was so hot, and my air conditioner was tripping. The summertime in California is not the place to have trippy air conditioning. The air conditioning was tripping, and what we did was turn the sprinklers on in the front yard. 
And I mean the sprinklers. It wasn't one of those fancy sprinklers that you buy for kids to play in. No, I mean the sprinklers that pop out of the ground. My grass needed to be watered anyway. <laughs> Turned the sprinklers on. We stripped the kids down to their bare minimums. And we let them run in the grass just to have a good time. Went to the corner store, to the gas station, got a few popsicles. We had my Bluetooth speaker playing loud in the neighborhood. And it was just she and I and three little boys. And it was one of the best days ever. Creating great memories is what you do with your family. So that's what we're going to do today on Ms. J. In the morning, it's time for SIP. If you're new to the show, never participated. This is an opportunity to stop everything that you have going on right now. If you're on the West Coast, you might just be getting into your routine. If you're on the East Coast or anywhere further, you might already be in your day. But the first sip is an opportunity for you to give yourself a pat on the back. The first sip is the time that you stop and say, you know what? Let me look in this mirror and look at this beautiful woman. Let me look in this mirror and encourage this strong man. Let me look in this mirror and say, you know, I did a great job. No, I'm not where I want to be right now. Yes, I did probably waste a few, t- you know, moments, probably been procrastinating. That laundry's been sitting there for so long. It's time to do laundry again. We're not going to focus on all that. We're going to focus on where, how far have you come? You got up today. You're trying it again. You made it to another day. Everybody didn't get this gift. Everybody didn't get this gift. Today is a gift, so let's be present. So with the first sip, those of you who do know, and you listen to the show, you know the best part of waking up for Miss J is what? Coffee in my cup. And today, I got some good coffee. Now, you know, it's a blessing when you can train your son to make your coffee the way that you want to, and he's only 11. So excited about that. <laughs> So great coffee in my cup this morning, but this is the judgment-free zone. I don't judge you. That's my business. Shout out to Tabitha Brown. That's my business. What's in my cup? What you got in your cup is your business. So you might have some tea, might have a little water, smoothie, juice, I don't know, almond milk, regular milk. I don't know what's in your cup. Maybe a mimosa. Maybe you got a shot of something, shot of wheatgrass. I don't know what you have in your cup, your glass, your mug. That is your business. And what you are going through, what you are aspiring to obtain, to achieve, to manifest is still your business. And I want to celebrate with you that you are getting up today to handle your business. So what we're going to do is say cheers and salute to me. No, not to Ms. J. Put your name right there. Cheers and salute to yourself. So we're going to raise our cups, raise our mugs, raise our glasses, and take the first sip together. Go ahead. Go in. Sip, girl. Sip. Mmm. Oh yeah, y'all know I double up. Home, let me let, let me get another one. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh yes, congratulations on today. It's Miss J in the morning. Good morning to everyone who is calling in. The Miss J area code check in is coming up in just a little bit. If you want to get in on this and you're listening on your computer or on a different device, call into the studio five one five six zero five nine three two zero. When you call in, I write down your area code and I'll give your whole family a shout out. Everybody with the same area code. I'm giving y'all a shout out. If you can't get on your phone right now, some of y'all are back at work. Some of y'all working or you just got a whole bunch of kids or you didn't charge your phone last night and now you got to let it sit there to get a little bit of juice. 
You can jump in my DMs. I invite people in my DMs. Go ahead. Go and slide in my DMs and shoot me your area code. I'll write those down, too, and you can participate in the Ms. J area code check-in. Today is Family Reunion, focusing on family, continuing the series with Liberty, Just Us For All Freedom for Black Voices. Today is Throwback Thursday, playing the best in Black cookout jams. Now, who bringing what? Because I know, shout out to my cousin, Stacia. That's uh, living in the <laughs> living in the 602 from the 404 uh, by way of 916. Uh, <laughs> I asked her what she bringing because she could do some great mac and cheese. And she said she bringing the ice and the weed. You know, we not <laughs> too early for that. <laughs> but some of y'all, it may not be. Some of y'all are probably already there. We always got those different corners. You know, you got the corner over there where it's a little cloud hovering over those chairs. You got the drinkers in one section. You got the old folks at the table. I remember my grandmother used to get up so, so, so early, have her toast and her coffee, go and sit with my older aunties, and they would sit there and wait and hold our space down and dare any other family to come in that area. (laughs) You know you got a big family when you got to send the elders out to watch the benches in the park and reserve an area. And I promise you, my aunties and my grandma is not anybody that you want to mess with. (laughs) So we're going to get back to some music. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, some great memories of family reunions, some great stories, you know, you know, when you got the guys bringing the new girl. I know a lot of y'all listening have been the new girl. You know how we bad. We bad family. We got to size her up. We got to give her a bad time. But it's all in love. It's the family reunion. Here's some Michael Jackson. Let's get up. Let's get dancing. It's Miss J in the morning.
Conference time. Morning is upon us. It's Miss J in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. What up, everybody? It's your boy, DJ Maestro One, and I'm listening to my home girl, Miss J, in the morning. Show. Yes. 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 
humongous my grandmother had 14 children she lived to see five generations so that means she lived to see her great great grandchildren I mean when I tell you my family is so spread out so huge so crazy all mixed up that once you get the in-laws added into there the adopted family members added into there the cousins that we just call cousins because you've been in our lives for so long we had the entire park on lockdown And you know when it's family reunion time, when it's cookout time, when you're going to the park. I mean, I want to give a shout-out to everybody in my hometown in the 209. You know, Mickey Groves Park. We really didn't do Victory Park that much. But we did Mickey Groves Park growing up. And I remember going shopping for the cookout. Do you remember you had to have your cookout, your family reunion outfit? It wasn't something that you just wore in the summertime. Now, when you're a little, little kid and your mom is still picking your clothes out, you know, you just wear something that you can get dirty in. You know, you just wear something that you can run around, get hot and stinky and sticky and sweaty in, and that's okay. But once you get a little bit older, middle school, high school, you start feeling yourself a little bit much. Oh, we had to get our hair done. My mother, shout out to Gwendolyn Daly, did not know how to comb a little girl's hair. It's just every mother doesn't have the gift. So she used to pass me off (laughs) to my cousins who did. I've always had a whole lot of thick hair and thick big hair in the summertime sweaty is not a good thing to try to yeah no it's not a good thing to try to manage especially if you don't have those skills so she would send me over to my cousin Lori she would send me over to my cousin Rosanna she would send me over to the ones who knew how to braid hair and put the beads in it and and all the little barrettes because she knew that if she tried to do anything close to a press and curl Uh, because I wasn't getting a relaxer back then. By the time the day was over, I would have this massive matted afro. (laughs) Those of you who know the struggle, the struggle is real, but the, the cookout outfit, the family reunion outfit had to be on point. And I remember everybody, when we finally got into the family doing the family reunion shirts, then everybody had to kind of coordinate. Like, what colors are you going to wear with yours? Then it was accessorizing. Then it was, what shoes are you going to wear when you when you at the family reunion? When you at the cookout, who going to do what? Who going to wear what? And our family reunions are ones that, who? I mean, we done had some fights, knockdown, drag outs. We done had some great times. We used to do competition. You know, you always got the ones that think they can sing. Uh, you know, everybody got the family drunk. Don't talk about my family because y'all family messed up too. You know, I love my uncle. He said he should have been an OJ. <laughs> 
he got to get the mic. You know, uh, DJ Mike D, my cousin, is the family DJ. No matter what gathering we have, he always brings the equipment. I remember a couple years ago, my mom had a cookout out her house. He had the strobe light in the living room. We walked in there. It was like a club up in there. When I tell you black people, when we get together to have a good time, we know how to have a good time. We know exactly how to come together. We know who bringing the meat, who cooking the meat. Shouts out to my mom again. I'm telling you, can't nobody touch my mom on the grill. I know somebody, people say that all the time, but everybody in my family will say, and Gwen, she know how to be on that grill. She and my grandmother had a barbecue pit built. They built a barbecue pit. I think it was two to three layers, like tiers, with two big smokers on them. Right now, I don't know which auntie has it on lockdown, but I, I'm pretty sure that there's probably like a combination and ticking bombs around it because can't nobody touch that grill. That grill has been seasoned, has seen us through many of dinners. If, come on now. If you're not from the black community, it's okay. It's okay. You're going to learn today. All right. Now, every black family done had some cookouts and done sold some plates, sold some dinners. My grandma was the best entrepreneur ever. I got my entrepreneurial skills from my grandma. My grandma would make plates and she would sell everything. Don't leave nothing at my grandma's house for too long. She and a couple of my aunties, if you left it there, they would sell it. Now they might sell it for 50 cents, <laughs> but they gonna make some money. My grandmother had a vending machine in her house, a deep free, and she was in an apartment. I'm telling you, black grandmas know how to do it. You have my mom on the grill with the meat. You have my grandma on the grill when she was well enough to do it. We always need to know who did the potato salad. Now, my mom trained a couple of people in a potato salad. So my cousin, Trisha, we would be okay with her potato salad. But, you know, I love my cousin, Samitra. She would try and she would get upset because everybody would, you know, be okay. But ain't nobody really messing with Samitra potato salad. Samisha, if you listen it, I love you. You know, now Stacia is an in-law, so she would come in in love. We really don't say in-laws in our family, but she came in, and even though she's from the South, she had to get tested. We had to see what you're coming with. Don't come in here messing up no sides. You need, might need to start with the ice. You might need to start with the drinks. Maybe you need to go buy a dessert, and you start there. You don't come into a black family reunion or a black cookout trying to try a new recipe or trying to show out for your man. We don't, we don't play that. <laughs> and you go get put to work. If you know any black family that has elders the way that we do, you got to rise and fly. We got rules in our family. And I know my family is out there cracking up right now because it's true. I can't make this stuff up. You can't make it up. That's why I love being from a black family because we are the most creative, the most innovative, and we know how to celebrate. Now, y'all want to know about rise or fly. It's honoring the elder. That's where it stems from, honoring the elder. And it started from, you know, really just playing spades. But it, it went a little bit further when you have a big family. So if everybody's sitting down and someone comes in needing a seat, the youngest person has to rise and fly, give up the seat for the oldest. And when I tell you we have gotten into arguments over rise and fly down to months, who's older by the month, we... <laughs> When's your birthday? When's your birthday? Okay, I'm two months older than you. I get this seat. Rise and fly. <laughs> 
and you had to do it. So in-laws would come in not knowing what is going on and said, hey, there's an elder, somebody older than you. It's, it's an unspoken rule. You don't even come trying to, trying to argue. You ain't going to win. Rise and fly. Becoming a kid growing up in a family like that, I couldn't wait to become a teenager to get all the kids to get up. Oh, being 12 and a half and wanting to sit under a tree and there's an 11-year-old there, oh, that is mouth-watering good. Knowing who knows how to pick the best watermelon. Who who knows how to, my Aunt Bo, we call her Bo, Evelyn, shouts out to her. My Aunt Bo knows how to pick a good watermelon. We didn't even cut a watermelon. We knew how to bust it wide open. <laughs> who makes the Kool-Aid? Now, you got people that know how to make good Kool-Aid. And if you guys remember House Party, what Tisha Campbell and Tashina Arnold, I believe it was Tashina Arnold was another actor, but I know it was Tisha Campbell. And they were just pouring the sugar in there. I mean, that's true, but there's a, there's a balance to it. There's a balance to it. You can't just have it sugary sweet. You got to have a little tang where it hit the back of your mouth, you know, the back of your throat, you know, right in the back that get get it good. And so my mom and a couple of people would do what we call nade. It's lemonade, but it's on a whole nother level. There's levels to this. It's just not lemonade flavored Kool-Aid. You know, some people got a little fancy, want to do a little country time. That didn't work. No, 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 no. See, I'm going to give y'all a little, a little secret. You know, you add a little, a little vanilla extract in there, you know, a little something, something, a little natural lemon. I'm telling you, the nade was on point. And I have a cousin, Trisha, who worked at McDonald's and used to bring the huge McDonald's dispenser, drink dispensers. Now, not the ones that we get in the store that you serve yourself, but the ones that you can pour the ice in and it would sit there and frost on the side. Woo! My mouth is watering thinking about it right now. Now, if you know what I know, we got to get back into some music. It's Miss J in the morning. The Miss J area code check-in is coming up in just a little bit. Shouts out to everyone who called in. I know I keep saying that, but we got to get to some music, y'all. I want to break it up a little bit, but I promise you, after this, we're going to do the area code check-in, so I can give a shout-out to everybody in your family. Now, we had the elders there who wanted to play gospel music, and we would play, you know, the gospel music in, in the morning, in the beginning, because it was a little too early. We played the old-school jams to get you dancing, but by the afternoon, us young people wanted to pop and lock and dance and all that, but we couldn't be disrespectful, so we couldn't play N.W.A. We couldn't, you know, we couldn't play all the heavy, hardcore. We couldn't play too short. We couldn't play that, you know, at the family reunion. We had to play something on the radio. We had to play something that everybody loves and can dance to. So let's get to it. It was summertime, y'all. Drums, please. a bit of a break from the norm just a little something to break the monotony of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control it's cool to dance but what about a groove that soothes the move romance give me a soft subtle mix and if it ain't broke then don't try to fix it and think of the summers of the past adjust the face and let the alpine blast pop in my cd and let me run around and put your car on cruise and lay back because it's summertime 
then I didn't really know what it was. But now I see what happened is the way that people respond to summer madness. The weather is hot and girls are dressing less and checking out the fellas to tell them who's best. Riding around in your Jeep or your Benzos Or in your Nissan sitting on Lorenzo's Back in Philly we be out in the park A place called the Plateau is where everybody goes Guys out hunting and girls doing likewise Honking at the honey in front of you with the light eyes She turn around to see what you beeping at It's like the summer's a natural aphrodisiac And with a pen and pad I compose this rhyme To hit you and to get you equipped for the summertime good for the soul, it's good for the mind, it's good for your heart, it's good for your body. 
here are some facts about laughter. Do you know laughing is a natural facelift? Yes, a natural facelift. When you laugh more, you tighten your face up. Now, don't worry about what they call crow's feet, the little laughing lines on your eyes. Those are cute. And it looks way better than your seeks, your cheeks, <laughs> seeks, cheeks sagging and hanging, having some jaws. You know what I mean? You know, it's a natural facelift. The endorphins that are released from laughing actually helps to lower your blood pressure. It actually is a natural medicine to help reduce anxiety, help reduce stress. It also burns calories. You burn calories when you laugh. It actually tightens your stomach muscles as well. So those of you who are still trying to get it together like I am on your New Year's resolution and your health, laugh a little bit more and I promise you it will help. So this is an opportunity to help you get to laughing and help me get to laughing and to give you a shout out. I want to say thank you for all of you who are tuning in. So now it's time for the Miss J. Airy Post check Hey, hey. Here we go. I'm going to do it, y'all. Okay, everybody who called in from the Yes, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 a.m. Eastern on major podcast platforms, y'all. I am honored to be on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn app, uh, iTunes podcast, Apple podcast, Podbeam, Himalaya Radio, Stitcher Radio. Look, listen, just download the app, follow Pumps Radio. That's where you'll find me. If you want to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, go ahead and do so. I welcome all the love. Go ahead and slide in my DMs. You want to find out more information about me, log on to www.thedreamdoula.co. The Dream, D-O-U-L-A.co. I serve as Empress J, helping you to manifest the life that you dream of, the life you desire, the life you deserve. From conception to birth, hey, I deliver. Make sure to log on to the dream, D-O-U-L-A.co. It's not a typo, y'all. Not .com, .co. Make sure to get it right, and you can listen to me anytime you want to. I don't care where you're listening from. Even if you're not part of my natural family, you are part of my morning family, and I'm excited about it all. Now, y'all know at the cookout. 
at the family reunion, you got the heat of the day. The heat of the day is noon to about two. That's when it's really too hot to do anything. That's when everybody is just in the ice chest. I remember my son's first family reunion. He was a little over a year, and he climbed himself into the ice chest. That's how hot it was for my baby in California. He stepped in, clothes and all. Luckily, he didn't have no shoes on, because you know when you had a little babies outside, everybody takes off the shoes, because they end up losing one. There's not a time when we ended the family reunion and we're not looking for a baby's shoe or a baby's bottle or a baby's pacifier. I mean, somebody loses something all the time. We even had the person who had the car. We always put all the purses and the valuables in the car because, you know, you got them family members that steal. Don't come on, y'all. Don't judge me. Everybody got those in the family. You got the ones who steal. You got the ones who just got out or who need to go in and they search you. And you just can't have your purse and your wallet and all your valuables just all willy-nilly everywhere. So we had a couple of designated cars where we would put the purse (laughs) in the trunk if you knew better. Now, if you lost your purse, you can't find your wallet, we would try to help you find it, but it was good as gone. Ain't nobody telling you where it is because we don't know ourselves. We know who the suspects are, but we don't know where it is. It's long gone. We got the ones taking the trip to the liquor store by this time. Because, you know, between like 1130 and two o'clock, the elders are still there, but it gets a little hot and it's too hot for them outside. So by this time, the elders are leaving. They they've been there since before sunrise when the dew was still on the grass. They ate good. They'd have seen all the grandbabies. We had the photographer, Uncle Sam, who would come in. And Uncle Sam is the uncle who really isn't the uncle. We're not going to go deep into that. you <laughs> Uncle Sam, shouts out to him. Our photographer for the family would always do the pictures. All the pictures are done by that time. You want to make sure to get the pictures because the kids by this time are dirty. They have Kool-Aid stains all on their shirt. They have chocolate and everything else. Don't know where they got chocolate from. They have everything else all over their face. And you want to make sure to get the pictures where they're looking nice. So by two o'clock, Three o'clock rolls around and all the elders are gone. So when the elders are leaving, we're nudging the liquor drinkers to go to the liquor store or pull out the bottles from the back of the trunk. The DJ is flipping the music a little bit more. Some people done smoked over there in the corner and everybody's a little bit more loose. Now, my family used to do talent shows. We used to do trivia because our family is so big. We used to give out prizes. We used to tell embarrassing stories. I want to give y'all uh, this memory before we get back into some music. Now, black families are known to have some crazy nicknames. Every black family has crazy nickname. My nickname at home is Pooh or Bear, uh, Boss Hog. Uh, I just have crazy names depending on who you're talking to, okay? And it got to a point to where I just didn't even try to fight it you know you used to be I used to be embarrassed when I was younger because you know as a kid you're like my don't call me that in front of my friends I am an adult and a mother myself and my mom will still come to an event where I am keynote speaking and stand up and call me poo I I promise you she will and it's okay I don't even fight it anymore you know (laughs) but we got the bookies in our family now my family is a little bit crazy you got the girl bookie and the boy bookie yeah we do (laughs) We have Buki. We got people with crazy names. So you just, you know, you just shorten them. You know, you just do that. Uh, (laughs) 
But the girl Buki in my family is the one known to be a little bit liberal. And we played a game about, you know, the first time you had a kiss or the first time you ever smoked. I mean, these were adults at this time. We can confess some things because we know we're not going to get a whooping by this time. And it was a trend going on because everybody said their first was at Buki's house. <laughs> when did you have your first kiss at Buki's house? When did you, where did you have your first drink at Buki's house? When did you first smoke and smoke? <laughs> The older aunties that are still hanging in there looking at Buki like, wait a minute, I'm not sending the new generation over to your house because everything goes down at Buki's house. So shout out to all the Bukis out there, the girl Bukis and the boy Bukis and all the family out there, y'all. I am weak because I am so releasing truth and you think I'm making this up. I can't. Just, just, you know what? I'm going to do the movie. I'm going to call Tyler Perry. I'm going to call the new uh, uh, directors that are coming up, uh, Ava. I'm going to call all of them, and I'm just going to put it out. It's going to be a Netflix original, maybe a Hulu original. I don't care. I'm going to just do it on YouTube. I'm going to go ahead and do the truth about my family, and I'm going to put it out there. And I promise you it will make the box office, Sundance, whatever, because this stuff I cannot make up. I see all my family out there giving me high fives and shout outs and laughing because we know now by this time it's about three or four o'clock in the afternoon and it's a little bit cooler. You got a little liquor in your system. You done ate good. Those people who didn't cook the macaroni salad, you don't do macaroni salad in the summertime at a black family reunion. Note to self, if you ever want to bring something and you decide to bring a macaroni salad, it's going to be sitting there turning and bubbling in the heat because nobody is going to touch it. We know that it's, it's full of mayonnaise and it's just not good. Y'all macaroni salad does not belong at a black family reunion at a black cookout outside. That is going to be sitting over there. People are going to be flies from what's left over. Tin foil is glistening in the sun. And now it's time for the line dancing. <laughs> it's Jay in the morning. Let's get to some music. I'm telling y'all, with the family reunion, every single person knows how to get up and get into the line dance. Here's the Cupid Shuffle. Now walk it by yourself. Now walk it by yourself. 
Yeah. 
they're trying to make it. They only push you aside. They really don't have either. continuing this month's series with liberty just us for all freedom for black voices continuing to celebrate black voices black people highlighting what we need to focus on in this time we're not ignoring the truths or the realities but we're encouraging each other empowering each other inspiring each other to keep up the good fight keep fighting keep moving forward keep doing what works. We had those in the past to do what worked for them, but this new generation, this new era, this new wave, we got to keep doing it. We got to keep going to the polls this November. Don't think your vote doesn't count. We understand there are systems set up to keep us down and keep us knocked out. But if you don't say nothing, you cannot be counted. You cannot argue if you do not vote in your local elections. You cannot be upset just because you vote in the presidential election. If you do not show up to the school board meetings, even if you are not a parent, it's time for you to become a parent. I need y'all to catch that in the spirit. (laughs) Show up to your school board meetings. Show, Show up to your town hall meetings. Show up to every single meeting. Go on your city website. Go on your county website. Go on your state website. All of those meetings are free. All you have to do is show up. Talk to your mayor. Talk to your assembly person. Talk to your senator. They are elected officials. And guess what? Their doors are always open. All you got to do is call, make an appointment, and show up. Write a letter. Let them know. Talk to them about fixing your street. Talk to them about fixing the light. 
that everybody always almost get in the car accident on or the street light because it's dark over there. Check on the elders in your community. It's okay to pick up trash if you see it right there next to the trash can. Do that. Those, those steps that seem to be little will make a major difference in the world today. It's Family Reunion Throwback Thursday playing the favorites of Black uh, cookout hits. Uh, I just want to let y'all know that I'm loving y'all in my DMs laughing, thinking I'm making this stuff up. My family is one of the craziest families ever, and I wouldn't trade it for the world because if it wasn't for all the hurt, pain, drama, headaches, I wouldn't be who I am today. When you are from the Ford family, Come on, we are built for it tough. I'm telling you, you you got some thick skin. You can't come weak. You can't have no a little a little little spine. You gotta you can't have no cartilage. You gotta have a strong backbone because you would get laughed at and talked about in your face. But even though we are laughing and and enjoying memories about that, I want to make sure that we know how detrimental some of that stuff is. There's a lot of emotional abuse verbal abuse, and toxic behaviors in the black family that need to be healed. Some of us need to go to therapy individually and as a family. Having an argument with your family member and then just sweeping it under the rug with no sincere apology. I want to, I feel it in the spirit. I know, I know, I know you were right. They were wrong. You were wrong. They were right. It doesn't matter. It's not about right or wrong. It's about healing and progressing effectively. Saying my bad is not an apology. Saying that you're sorry and apologize and then bring up what the other person did to make you do it is not an apology. To bring up something 20 years ago to justify your toxic behavior is not a proper or effective apology. It is not okay. If somebody tells you, I don't like this, this doesn't feel good. It makes me feel bad when you say or do that. It's not okay to laugh it off and keep doing it. A lot of breakdowns that have happened in my family that are happening in the black family as a whole. Now, I'm not talking about just my family now. I'm talking about all black families because we share in the same experiences and the same habits. A lot of the breakdowns have happened in the black family because no one stood up and said, this does not work. This is toxic behavior. This is emotional abuse. This is verbal abuse. This is psychological abuse. And it is not okay. Just because we're related and we're family does not mean you get to talk to me any kind of way, treat me any kind of way, do anything to me, and then I come right back around and let you do it again. That is not healthy. Then you have this, you know, this cycle of the victim versus the, the, the bully or the oppressor versus the oppressed. And then it just becomes a norm because it's happened so many years. And then the next generation say, well, my aunties did it. My mom did it. My dad did it. My cousins did it. So now I can do it. And now you go out into the world and that's what you expect. And the energy out there is what you get back. So now you're feeling like, well, all black people do this. No, that's not true. All black people are not hood. All black people are not ghetto. All black people are not mean. All black people are not ignorant. All black families do not fight. All black families do not have mother issues and father issues. All black families do not have baby mama, baby daddy drama. It is okay 
It's okay to let it go and move forward. And that's what we have to do right now in this time. The reason why, part of the reason why we are not valued is because we stand up to fight against others, but we don't stand up to fight against what's breaking us down within our own family. I will be bold enough to say, how dare you go out there and march for others, and you will not stand up and pick up the phone and check on your child. You will not stand up, pick up the phone and check on your cousin. You will not stand up and pick up the phone and check on your brother or your sister. You will go out there and argue on Instagram, argue on Facebook about the injustices against black people, but you will not correct the injustices that you did against your own family member. You will raise your hand and say, ouch, and play victim to your family member and say, well, you hurt me, you did this, but then stay silent to others. It goes both ways. You can't want to fight your family member and then not fight against police brutality. You cannot fight against your family member, your relative, and hate them and disregard them and ignore them, but the blatant injustices the blatant hurts and traumas that are uh, oppressing our people outside of the family, you go silent. And there are some all lives matter. All family matters. Family is what matters in the black community. And like I said at the top of the show, it doesn't mean all of your relatives. It doesn't mean all of your relatives. It means the family that is consistent and proving to be family and to love. Everybody can't go, and there's a balance that is a heavy weight sometimes. And as you're going through and growing through and growing up and growing out, everybody can't go. There are some people who are just hell-bent on being who they are, and you love them where they are, and you keep on moving. No, you don't have to keep calling them. You don't. You don't have to keep re-injuring yourself for the sake of love. If they are unwilling, if they are not bending, if they are not seeing it where it's effective for the both of you, then you move on. It cannot be one-sided. I'm saying that to everybody. If you need to apologize, you've apologized and apologized again, and they keep bringing it up and bringing it up again and poking and probing and ripping off the Band-Aid and keep going back there and don't want it. Okay, well, then it's fine. You've done your part. If you express your hurt, express your pain, and you say, I want to be open, I want to do this, and they do not get it together, they keep wanting to do the same thing, then you do. You need to move on. But that does not mean you need to push them down. It does not mean you need to push them out. It does not mean you need to talk bad about them. It does not mean you need to be toxic within the family. So while we're having a good time at the family reunion, While we're having good drinks at the family reunion, it's a time to release all of that, just like today. On Ms. J in the morning, celebrating family today, Throwback Thursday, we are releasing all of that behavior that does not suit us. Let's get into one more song. I'll be right back. Let's get on the love train.
connected right here on Miss J in the morning. I am thankful for all of you. We're at the end of the show. I know time flies when you're having fun. It's the Family Reunion Throwback Thursday right here on Miss J in the morning, continuing our series with Liberty, Just Us for All Freedom for Black Voices. Now, you know I done struck a chord. I done struck a chord talking about black families and some of y'all, I just got to met. Yep, you know I'm calling you out. I just got somebody sliding in my DMs trying to explain their side. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about anybody particular. If you feel that it applies to you, then it applies to you. If the shoe fits, wear it. (laughs) And my hopes is that I encourage you, inspire you, empower you to be passionate about your healing, not passionate about your side, not passionate about being right, not passionate about your perspective, but passionate about what works for everyone in the family. I have family members who feel that they are the saviors and they need to teach all Christians that we are wrong for believing in Jesus the Christ. Every Christmas, every holiday, they are hell bent on making sure we know it's a pagan holiday and they need to educate us on that. It is okay. Everybody got that in their family, but what works for the entire family, it's not to argue if you're right or wrong about a religion. It is not effective to argue if you're crazy or not. What's effective is to respect each other and to lead by example. There are a lot of people that say, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. But Okay, now black family, we know, sweep around your own front door before you try to sweep around mine. Don't sit here and talk about me and my kids (laughs) and you're not doing anything to help. I tell people that all the time. Don't come and tell me what my son needs if you're not willing to provide it, because then you're just being messy. Then you're just putting me down. Then you're disregarding my feelings and you're not being respectful. Don't tell me what I should do when you're not doing the same thing. Don't try to be the one to give advice to your family members when your house is not together. Don't talk about the person that got the fifth and sixth and seventh baby daddy. Don't talk about the girl who was sitting there on her 10th or 11th abortion. Don't talk about the one that got married to the man in prison. Don't talk about them when your stuff ain't together. Don't look down on someone who's trying. Don't talk bad about them to the family member. If somebody did you wrong, you go directly to them. You don't have to go to everybody around and create all this whirlwind and drama first and wait till they get back to the person and misinterpret it. Now it's an argument. Those are the toxic behaviors that black families as a whole must stop in order for us to survive. There are a lot going on. We're not talking about black on black crime. We're talking about the breakdown in the black family that has to stop. We have to build each other up. Sometimes you got to go back down to the foundation. Sometimes there are cracks in the foundation that must be filled in and reinforced in order to continue to build up. Don't worry about the roof right now if your foundation is unlevel. There are a lot of family secrets that are spiritually hurting the black family. Open the can up. Rip that old, nasty, infested Band-Aid off for the sake of healing. It is not your job. Again, shots out to Tabitha Brown. I got to give her, her her props. That ain't your business. That's not your business. They're grown. Even the ones who are minors, they got a mama. They got a daddy. They got a guardian. That's not your business. You mind your business. 
even though that's your family, you care, or you want the best for them, they have to make the choices for themselves. I tell my son at 11 years old, no matter how much I love you, no matter how much I'm here for you, you have to make the right choices. It is your life to live. It is your journey. You have to do it. Yes, I will support you and be here for you, but only in the things that serve the greater part of you. I'm not, I tell him now, I'm not supporting you and backing you up when you're blatantly wrong. I'm not supporting you and defending you and backing you up when I know you didn't do right. Now, I'm not going to do it in public. I'm not going to diminish you. I'm not going to demean you. I'm not going to put you down. I don't care if it is family. But when we get behind closed doors, just me and you, we're going to hash it out. That's what family is for. Family is for training for life. And if the family experience has been verbal abuse, mental abuse, psychological abuse, and sometimes physical abuse, what do you think our children are going to expect when they get out into the world? What do you think that they're going to accept when they get out into the world? What energy do you think they're going to attract when they get out into the world? The family, the black family is about training the elders. It is your responsibility to check in on the young ones. It is your responsibility to uplift the young ones. It is your responsibility to share your wisdom, your knowledge, your skills with the young ones. Don't talk about the young lady that can't keep a clean house if you haven't shown her the proper way. Don't talk about the young man that's standing out on the street when you haven't shown him the effective way to make money. If we haven't had a, a mature and intimate conversation about wealth building, about saving money, that we can't talk about the child that goes out and tries to do whatever he can so he won't feel what he's felt all his life. Nobody wants to grow up on fried bologna sandwiches and ramen noodles all, all their life. They get that in prison. And once they get free, they can only do what they know how to do. It's not our job to judge and say, well, they're 20-something, they're 30-something, they're 40-something, and they should know if you didn't do your part. Maybe your opportunity instead of judgment was to be a light. And to be a light doesn't mean you always have to use your voice. Sometimes it's just being open to listen. Sometimes it's to offer a hug. Sometimes it's to pick them up and say, you know what, I'm going to buy you a shirt. You know what, I'm going to pick your son up and take him to go get a haircut. I'm going to do your little girl's hair. That's what the family needs in order to do what we supposed, were supposed to do in the community. Black people, we know ministry starts at home. There are some sayings in the black community that are popular to say, but unpopular and manifesting and doing in action. And so it's time to put action to everything that we desire with our family. Build a family business together. No, you may not make a lot of money, but if y'all you put 500 together with your husband and your wife, you put 500 together with your sister and your brother, you put 500 together or two cousins get together and each offer 250, then maybe you can start a small business. Maybe you can own a plot of land. Maybe you can buy a family house so the next time somebody gets out of jail, gets out of prison, they don't have to start all over. The next generation doesn't have to pick up the broken pieces that the elders left behind. It's not our job to fix the wrongs of the past. It's our job to stop those toxic and ineffective habits. 
so we can move forward. It's our job to look out for those who are coming behind us to make sure that they don't have to know what it's like. I rebuke the notion that I got to make my son go through so he'll know what it's like. I don't want my son to know what it's like. I don't want my son to know about fried bologna sandwiches because that's all we had. I don't want my son to know what it's like to walk down to the corner store and get a bunch of junk and, and obesity and the, the health issues that we have. I don't want him to know about that. He doesn't have to. Now, if he's exposed to certain things, that's just a part of our culture. But I no longer want to be a part of habits that don't build us up and move us forward and move us out. And while we're fighting the world and gathering together to hate the president and those that are in position of power or assumed power, we cannot neglect our family. We cannot neglect our family. Again, please know I'm not just talking about every relative. I'm talking about our family, those that you have been called to. Some of them may not be blood-related. You get an opportunity to have a family that can come together. They might not look like you. They might not believe the same things you believe. But when we come together as a black family, when we come together as a black unit, there is nothing that can stop us. Love Train, the OJs, everybody on board. The Love Train right here on Miss J in the morning. Right before that, ain't no stopping us now. Now, somebody asked who sings that song. Here's black trivia. Now, y'all elders who know, I don't want you yelling it out. Who sings ain't no stopping us now? You didn't know about McFadden and Whitehead. There are a lot of songs in the black community that we know the lyrics to the song. We know the song and don't know who's singing it. <laughs> so it's time for us to get educated. It's time for us to be empowered. It's time for us to move forward and it's time for us to celebrate. Thank you everyone for tuning in today. It's Ms. J in the morning. Tomorrow, I want you, now here's a charge, here's a challenge. On tomorrow, tell everybody to tune in in the morning. It's Flashback Friday. We're going into the weekend. I'm going to do the Friday cookout tomorrow morning again. What y'all think about that? We'll do a round two because I got a few people asking for certain songs to play. A few people say, hey, you should have played this song. I, I would be here all day if I played every black song that we love to dance to. But on tomorrow, we'll do Flashback Friday. I'll pull out some more old school. We'll continue to talk about black family. We'll celebrate the weekend. We'll come together and have a backyard party. How about that? Tomorrow backyard party right here on Miss J in the morning. And as I leave out, y'all know I got to do Frankie Beverly and Mays. Now that's another black, it's Mays featuring Frankie Beverly. Y'all know. But <laughs> before I get out of here and say goodbye on today, I'm going to leave y'all with a little Frankie Beverly and Mays on Miss J in the morning. And I'll talk to y'all in the morning.
day. Morning is upon us. It's Miss J in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> 